Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What's New Barkeep. I'm Dane. I'm Luke. And it's Spooky Weekend. The Spooky Weekend. The Spooky Weekend indeed. That's right, Halloween is about two days away. And I'm sure you're excited. I have no idea what the hell we're doing. (laughs) Oh yes, I enjoyed myself very much. So, what are we drinking today? Something very special has happened, so we figured we'd go with some themes. And we're gonna get the the worst one of the two out of the way, or the at least the one that scares us the most. This is an axe murderer. It has ten, not joking, ten ingredients in it, most of which are alcohol. So if you're looking for a replacement for your Long Island iced tea drinkers, or an Alabama slammer, you found it. So let's try this before we. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to say what's in it. I should have done that first. Yeah. What's <laughs> in this thing? Okay. I'm going to say this off the top. These first eight ingredients are equal parts. Oh, boy. Rum, pineapple juice, gin, tequila, triple sec, vodka, southern comfort, amaretto. The last three, well, the last two, citrus soda, i.e. Sprite of Sierra Mist, not sponsored, and grenadine. And that's just a splash. Yeah, so most of this is pure alcohol. I mean, if you need to start your car in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That works very much. But I mean, if you look at the picture on our Instagram, it actually looks very pretty. Yeah, it's almost like a peach color. That's actually quite shocking. Yeah, I was expecting this to be like, you know, like a brown or a red or something. All right, let's try this thing. Yeah, I've got it right here. Oh, three, three, two, one. The fuck? Oh, no. The fuck? That is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Oh, I was expecting something a whole lot worse, but I think I got a little bit of everything in that. The fuck? <laughs> like it... I don't even know how it... I can't describe it. No, it it is difficult to describe. It is like so many conflicting flavors. But I think the two that were the biggest Mm -hmm. contributors, at least in my my viewpoint, were the amaretto and the citrus soda. The fuck? (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to be crass or funny. I'm just, I'm confused. Uh, It is a very confusing drink indeed, but... You know what? If you're trying, if you came to a party two hours late, everyone else is fucked. This is not a bad one to start off with, but this is not a bad way to catch up. Seriously though, the fuck? 
Yeah, so if you need if you're gonna be late to the Halloween party, uh get one of these. I was catching triple sec out of that right off the get go, but that's because I'm not a big fan of triple sec. There's like three things you're not a fan of in here. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Alright, so what's our first topic here? Well, our first topic, we actually have a little bit of an announcement. We got a new segment. This is a compromise. It's a compromise segment, but basically, if you guys remember that one segment that we did a while ago, I think back in September? Something like that. Back in September, we did a first look of a world, or a restaurant to another world. Yep, and we figured it'd be kind of a... The thing is, there's a bunch of movies that one of us have seen, but the other hasn't. Same thing with anime. So we figured, why not include that? Because otherwise we're going to be picking and choosing way too much to make it work for us. So we decided to come up with two names. For this segment, at least. The one I chose to have Dane watch, because this is a classic and he's never seen it before, which... <laughs> I mean, if this was, if you guys could see this, I'm doing the finger, you know. <laughs> the finger shame, shame, shame. Evil Dead 2. Yep, I never saw the Evil Dead 2. Until now. Yep, until... Literally about 15 minutes ago. Yep, so for those of you who don't have not seen Evil Dead, again. <laughs> More of the shame, shame, shame finger. It is one of, if not the most noticeable, notable Bruce Campbell movies. Oh my god, is it cheesy? <laughs> it's cheesy and it's definitely a product of his time. But it is a damn good movie. It's a, so entertaining. <laughs> I'm so worried about my girlfriend. I need to call out for her. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that... You should have seen the Evil Dead 1. The only reason why I skipped Evil Dead 1 is because they tried to play horror straight in that, and it only kind of worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it does I like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that when you have... Especially, this movie was made in 87. Mm -hmm. It is two years older than I am. So, a lot of the effects, practical, some of the, most of the, most quotes, most of the practical, practical effects, effects are really good. Yeah, they actually are. It's like, you can, product of its time, you can tell yeah. when they're using effects like that, but mm -hmm. it's still really good, holds up. I mean, even the claymation is still unsettling. It is very unsettling. I still laugh whenever they tried CGI. Oh my god. <laughs> that fucking... Oh, we're, I'm going to try not to spoil it, or spoil anything really, but... Oh my god, that CGI was so bad. <laughs> but there's a couple of plot holes that I don't really understand, like, especially in the beginning. This isn't really a spoiler, this is more... Because it's right at the beginning, so you can't yeah. really spoil it. How did he know that cabin was there? That is a good question. That's a, I don't consider that a plot hole. I consider that a unanswered question. I'm considering that a plot hole because it would be one thing if it was just like, oh, I don't know, a couple miles out of a city or something, and it would kind of make sense. That wouldn't matter. This thing is set way in the goddamn fuck nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, dude, how how do you know about this place? They never talk about it. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I want to say something, but it's going to be spoiler territory, so I'm not going to say it. 
but I will say Bruce Campbell actually does a good job trying to keep up with the insanity. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're probably going to have to cut that. <laughs> Needless to say, the whole fact that the first half, he's kind of on his own in this. Yep. He's already losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> and this is the movie where if you know Bruce Campbell, you know him as the one-liner, almost Duke Nukemask character. This is the movie where it all started. It's the one. <laughs> By the end of it, oh yeah, you mm. definitely see it. And if you've ever seen Army of Darkness, Ash vs. Evil Dead, this is more or less the prequel? The origin yeah. story. So, like I said, the reason why we didn't do Evil Dead 2... One. I mean, Evil Dead 1 is because, like I said, they try playing it straight, and Evil Dead 2 kind of ignores it. That's one of the biggest reasons why I didn't do it. The other one is, I don't think it's nearly as memorable or as good. Don't get me wrong, I like it, but it's still... It's hate, it's 80s horror with the effects are not up to snuff, because if you can feel the price of the movie. Yeah, I can understand that. It... Definitely seems like it was a low-budget movie. You think that's low? You should see the first one. Oh, boy. And plus, Ash didn't get nearly as much screen time in the first either. If anything, he was kind of a dork. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a good movie for a horror movie of its time, but it's not Evil Dead 2. No. Definitely, if you're looking for a Halloween recommendation for this spooky season you can't really go wrong with the evil dead do now if you want to go from evil dead into complete and utter comedy with supernatural fun fact evil dead 2 literally leads right into army of darkness (laughs) oh army of darkness is also another fun fun time but i might be saving that one for another time for dame yeah Might do it next Halloween. Maybe. Who knows? I will say, I'm not. This is not my favorite movie. Might be my favorite. It's not even my favorite of the trilogy. My favorite is the movie after this. But you had to see this one first in order to understand. (laughs) I mean, seriously, no, (laughs) no. Oh my god. I mean, it's the story is also not bad. Like the pl- like storyline wise, it's not a bad story. No, it, it actually does, for the most part. Quotes. It's a horror movie, so you gotta get take some liberties. Makes sense. Yeah, trapped in a building until morning. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic thing, but it actually makes sense why these kids. Well, except for Bruce Campbell, why are they there? Well, actually, in the beginning, it explains why he's there. Kind of, he's basically there to get laid. Yeah. Basically there to get laid. It's just like, I think even the girl asked, hey, uh, why are, what, what? Why are we going to this place? Yeah, why are we going here? And how do you know these people? Mm-hmm. Are you sure they're not coming back? <laughs> it's like a breaking and entering situation. Like, I don't get it. Like, was that a thing in the 80s? 
I mean, that seems to be the norm in the 80s. In a lot of 80s movies. I mean, I know in a lot of haunted house horror themes, it's kind of a thing. Like, oh no, the car's broken down. We gotta stay here. Oh, what a world, what a world. But was that a thing? I was. Neither of us were alive during this, so I don't know. Nope. I could not tell you. But I do believe with that, we should probably take our first break. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we'll be right back after this spooky message. And we're back! We're back. Woo! Alright, now it's time for our second drink of the day. Okay, this one I think looks prettier than the first one. And that's before we hit took the optional thing. Yeah, that is uh, very true. It is the Crypt Keeper. Yes, the Crypt Keeper. Tell me, Dane, what is in a Crypt Keeper? So, if you want to make your own Crypt Keeper, you're going to need some cranberry juice, blue curacao, and vodka. I'm kind of curious to see how this tastes, because I'm not really a fan of cranberry. It's a little too bitter for me. Yeah, well, I mean, in all honesty, you're supposed to have an optional garnish of sprinkles which sprinkles i mean you know halloween theme you can make them blue black whatever make jack-o'-lanterns that kind of thing yeah Yeah. but yeah so here we go let's try this out three Three, two two, one oh that is dangerous oh that's a dangerous drink oh that's good that is very dangerous like even if you don't like cranberry that's not bad the Curacao shaves a lot off. Oh, yeah. It's a little bitter. It's a, There's a very minor bitterness to it. You still get the cranberry flavor, but it's just... Yeah, but it's like the sweetness of the Curacao really cuts through that bitterness. Oh, it really does. Like I, I do recommend this. Definitely over the axe murderer, because I really don't want our uh, people to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over the axe murderer. If you go at the axe murderer, you're probably only going to need about two of those. At and most. And nothing else. Alright, so what's our next topic here, Dane? Well, our next topic... In order to really accentuate the fact that I finally watched a series I probably should have a while ago, why not take some very famous horror villains like the Deadites or something of the sort... And we try to turn them into D&D. Classes, villains, enemies, things like that. I think we're going to have to stick with classes because a lot of these characters are going to have to, would basically either fall under automaton or undead. That's that's kind of the problem. So we're going to try and stick them into a playable class if we can. Most of them, if not all of them, with a couple of exceptions, are obviously going to be human. Yes. Some of them are going to be human, some of them might be something else, but all of them we're going to try and put a class on. Yep. And if you want to stat them out yourself, feel free to. Or look online, I'm sure someone's already beat us to the punch. Yeah. Alright, so first person on the chopping block? Well, why don't we get the most famous one out of the way first, Michael Myers. Michael Myers, I'm going to have to go with Dex Barb. A Dex Barbarian? Hmm. I could see it, you know, considering the fact that he's been shot, stabbed, thrown in acid how many times, and he still won't die? And he's still human 
in quotes. Yeah, and he's still human. <laughs> Fucking god, what? Yeah, so I mean, the fact that he also uses a knife compared to a bigger weapon. Daggers in D&D are dex based, so I've never seen Michael Myers miss with a da- with his knife. No. But of course, by the time Michael Myers catches you, <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Well, I mean, it's actually kind of funny if you think about it, because he he doesn't move fast. No, he but does. we're making him a dex bar. <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing. He just walks. He doesn't need to run. He takes his time. I mean, and plus, he has this like weird magical teleportation move anyway. Like, every, we'll get to the next person later who has the same has the same thing because horror. But. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think Dex Barb is a safe bet for him. Yeah, uh, Dex Barb, maybe a little bit of a uh, a boost in his con. Yeah, it's well, Barb's have a strong boost in con. Any, I mean, a strong thing in con anyway. So yeah, it was like a Dex Barb. If we had to give him a subclass, oh boy, I think if we had to give him a subclass, I would say something more along the lines of Totem Bard. Maybe it was. It would kind of explain why he has like these weird abilities. I mean, he can't really shape shift into a anything. I mean, it's. I wouldn't. Oh, that's a thought. What if he was a paladin? What would he be devoted to? Just. I mean, he's devoted to himself. So I mean, fact matters. Every time he wears a mask. He basically gets all these indestructible powers, but he's not wearing a mask. He's basically a person. Yeah, I could see it, but I I don't know if I would give him the paladin role. Anti-paladin? Maybe anti-paladin, but even then I'm kind of a little... eh. One thing is, he's so tanky and it would kind of make sense. Yeah, if if he had to be a class, I would say it's either a Dex Barbarian or... Anti-Paladin. Anti-Paladin. But it's like, even then, Anti-Paladin, unless there's a dark force involved in that universe, and I don't know of one? Yeah, as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen the Halloween movies, but even Rob Zombie basically more or less even said, he's just a dude. Yeah. Alright, next on the list? Well... Speaking of teleporting villains, Jason Voorhees. This one is also kind of a tough one because he's... The reason why we called Michael Myers a Dex Bard is because he... Whereas Jason is very methodical when it comes to his killings. He's not rage-inducing. It's just up, down, kill. Or stab, kill. It's not wild, wicked slashing. Yeah, he's very, very methodical with his slices and even then they're usually on point yeah so i'm gonna have to throw him either as fighter or again maybe an anti-paladin i would say more fighter devotion to his mother he does have devotion to his mother and in fact first movie his mother was the killer exactly so i could see devotion to his mother and trying to get revenge like what was it was it in there a vengeance paladin yeah there is a paladin of vengeance i could see it yeah, I could see it as a uh, evil paladin of vengeance. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. He He's slow, but he can still teleport somehow. He's at least willing to give their his enemies warning that he's going to kill them. Yeah, he, he at least knows. It's like, if you know Jason Voorhees, he kills camp counseling teenagers. Yep, and you hear the cha-cha. Yep. Yeah, you hear. I, although it doesn't seem like anyone else fucking hears it. Maybe it's a... Can trip of 
what was it? That sound can minor be, illusion? Could be minor illusion. I mean, even then they'd hear that. Unless he's also Oh god, what if he's a what if he's a tank warlock? Oh his god. mother's his patron. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> undead <laughs> warlock. An undead warlock. <laughs> what, I, wait, I, wait, I, undead warlock with ranks in paladin. Oh god. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I kind of makes sense. Sure. I mean, if you're trying to understand his teleportation, his teleportation, the fact that he can make scare people just from the sound without people even seeing him. Yeah, somehow people always know he's coming. I could see that being an anti-paladin aura. Yeah. So, it's entirely possible he could be either a paladin with warlock or warlock with paladin. I guess in a sense. I mean, if he ever freaking Eldridge blasts something, <laughs> I mean, he's or it could be a lich, but we're going into very... That's that's an enemy territory. Yeah. Anyway, next on the list. Yeah. Next on the list. Oh, this should be a pretty easy one for us. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, this one's also technically warlock territory. Maybe sorcerer as well. Oh, yeah. Warlock, sorcerer. Right around there. I would say probably a nightmare warlock. I'm guessing he has to have some. He has to have some points in wizard, considering all the illusions he casts. Yeah, but it's just like you know, he focuses on dreams. Yeah, I get that. Like I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying though, considering how if you go into the dreams itself and he's controlling what people are seeing and how the illusions are affecting them, he has to have at least a good chunk of points in illusionist. I could definitely see it. Yeah, especially since. He has, like, this power just to gain power just from people knowing who he is. Yeah, that's... I don't know if there's actually a mechanic for that in D&D, is there? There isn't. Yeah, that'd be... If there was, that would be a bard thing. Yeah, no, but... It, I mean, he kind of makes sense for bard. You know, one, two, three. Yep. Yeah, I get what... Yeah, it's... Bard would be... Because we could go so many directions with Freddy, because there's... Mage, he's not exactly the tankiest person either. No, it's just like, I think it only took like, what, some holy water and a gunshot to kill him at one point? I don't even remember. Wisdom has got to be his dump stat, though. Oh. Because <laughs> how many times he's gotten pulled into the real world? Oh, a lot. Mm -hmm. He's been pulled into the real world quite often. Yeah, so he's, he's not a dumb character, but he's not exactly wise about his actions. No, he definitely, he gets that tunnel vision, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so like I said, you could, if you wanted to make a Freddy, it would be probably... I would definitely say a Nightmare Warlock with maybe a few points into Illusionist. And uh, Weapon Specialty, Katar. <laughs> <laughs> shink, shink. Yep. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that would make sense for those hand claws, so... Yeah, or, you know, just like knife claws. But that's not... A Thing. Guitar is the only thing I can think of in D&D &D that would fit the bill. Yeah, they really don't have, like, glove claws. I mean, the only thing I can think of is also, like, Monk. But that would be, like, a gauntlet situation. But yeah. that's still loose. Very loose. But I think we got the best we can. Since yeah. a lot of it focuses on the character dream. itself. Yep. Alright, number four. Again, another very easy one for us. Mm -hmm. Leatherface. Barbarian. Barbarian. Definitely yeah. a freaking barbarian. Chainsaw. Chainsaw runs kind of stupid. Very stupid. 
And very, very stupid, and he he would rather eat everything. And he's also led by the nose by his family quite a bit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very easy, oh yeah, if you want to stab a Leatherface, give him some barbarian traits. Maybe with a little bit of... Uh... I'm trying to think of a thing that would work because you got because yeah, I want to try to throw in the fact of he's surrounded by a lot of death, so I don't know what you would give for that. I think I think rage, a rage. I think that a rage barbarian is definitely going to be the best fit for him because once he goes into that rage, yeah, something's gonna die. I know. I'm just thinking like backstory wise for all that. Like they're surrounded by a bunch of. It's basically Ed Gein, but. Yeah. But whatever, that's just backstory. It, it's, yeah, backstory. In all honesty, his class, his power, his moveset, mm-hmm. it's all stereotypical for the Rage Barbarian. Well, except for the movement speed, but then again, that's that's getting into mechanics versus reality and blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. That's... Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, here we go. Jigsaw. Oh, for the love. Okay. You know what I'm going to call this as? I'm not sh- I have never played this class. I haven't looked into this class. Automaton. Yeah, definitely automaton. I well No, I'm sorry, artificer. An artificer. Yeah, I could actually see him being an artificer, maybe a couple of points into a wizard. He doesn't really use magic all that much, mm-hmm. but he has the ability to just he has Batman-like planning. He has Batman-like planning. He has so many traps that he probably makes himself. Plus, throw him to the Jigsaw Puppet. It's Hell, even the the new class that came out for Pathfinder 2, the Inventor's also another good one that could fit that. That is true. That is... Yeah, that's like... You could literally make suicide bombing automatons. Basically. Like, it... He's if it, basically Artificer or Inventor. Whichever one, you just gotta make sure that, you know, it your character doesn't die of cancer like in the movies. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah, next. Okay, for our next one, this might be an interesting one for us. Yeah? But I think I have an idea. Our next one is Pennywise. Whoa. I'm gonna say Druid. Oof. Here's where we're getting into some really technical stuff. Because if we're going by lore, if we're going by lore, Pennywise is technically an ancestral being of evil and blah, blah, blah. Stephen King lore, blah, 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 blah. Basically, his power is based upon fear, mechanics versus, versus what we could work with. He can't really be a warlock because he, he in himself is a very powerful being. He he in himself could be a patron. Yeah, I guess you could start with that. What what do we think he isn't? He can't be a warlock. I he, don't think a bard really works. No. I mean, what is a class that shapeshifts into non-animal creatures? Into not animal creatures. I mean, you We're, could pretty much throw on a, any sort of spellcaster for that. Yeah, because polymorph. Yep, yeah, because Pennywise transforms a lot. He's basically got very much Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I could see him probably being a druid with a mix of like some other spellcasters in there. Yeah. So he gets that wild shape. He gets that polymorph. Yeah. 
and like, he gets all of his other special abilities. Like, if we were to make Pennywise, this would be a very, very high-level campaign. Oh, yeah. That's definitely, like, a level 18 and up campaign. You would also have to throw a few ranks in the bard. Yeah. Um, you would have to. Oh, yeah, the charisma. <laughs> mm-hmm. We all float down here. Yeah, it's... I mean, have you seen his dance move? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you would have to throw some points at the bard, and basically magic caster may... Sorcerer. It has to be sorcerer. Oh, yeah, for sorcery points. Yeah, not only that, it's the fact that he is technically... His magic comes from himself, and he is basically a demon, so it has to be sorcerer. He'd also be technically a tiefling? Tiefling, yeah, tiefling sorcerer. Or demon. Uh, but you can't really do playable classes of demons, so it would have to be tiefling. Yeah, it would have to be like a tiefling or a, an extra planar creature. Yeah, that's the only thing that you could really work with of that. Anyway, the, we're getting to semantics here. Go for, if you want to do it, go for a bunch of points in sorcerer, a bunch of points in druid, max four points in the bard. Yeah, and I think you'll have a pretty decent Pennywise. Oh, yeah, like, if you can find something that's based totally around fear, you're good. Oh, yeah. Okay, our next one. Well, this one, again, should be pretty easy for us. Chucky. Rogue. Rogue! Oh, oh rogue all the way. He is basically a halfling rogue the way it is. Yeah, I mean, even in when he wasn't, Chucky, mm -hmm. he was a thief and a murderer. Yep, and he basically, he is a very underhanded character. He's never in anyone's face when he kills them. It's literally set up so that way they're like distracted and he can just stab them in the back. Very easy. That's a very easy one for Chucky. Oh yeah. Alright, who do we got next? Our next one, this is probably going to be more you, okay. since I haven't seen it. Pinhead. Okay, this one is kind of obvious, but we're going to have to find some ways to add to it. Warlock, obviously, because his powers come from hell. Mm. Like actual hell. Okay, so something like Warlock, yeah. Yep. So it's going to have to be an Infernal Warlock with Artificer? Because he can shoot chains out and hooks. I, I could think that'd be like some sort of variation on his Eldritch Blast. Well, since he could like... Since, you know, high-level warlocks can fire off, like, five or six of those at a time. But can they flay skin? Oh, they could, if you do that. Like, they could legit flay skin? Oh, I guess that depends on how a DM wants to run that, but in okay. all honesty, they could cause some serious damage. Okay, let me that. Can they flay skin, or is it fluff? It's all fluff. <laughs> it's, it's fluff, but mechanically-wise, you cannot do that. Well, Artificer set up a trap. Hooks. Yeah. Which, that's the only thing I can think of. It's like Warlock with some points in Artificer if you want to get technical. I can't really think of anything else that would work super well for the hooks and chains. Yeah, sad. Pinhead's a little hard to nail down. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got two more here. This one might be a little bit interesting because I'm unfamiliar with the movie and I don't know how much you are. All right, what is it? Annabelle. Uh, is that the one with the doll? Yep. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I know of it. Yep, from The Conjuring. Isn't it literally just 
a doll that kills you with heart attacks or some shit like that? I can't honestly tell you. Ugh. So if I had to say, it would have to be... If I all I know is that it seems to be a, like a demon of some kind, so I, I we're gonna pass on this one because we can't accurately say. Okay, yeah, so that works. So we're gonna go with this one instead. Samara Morgan, also the Ring Girl. Ooh, that one's gonna be tough. That one's actually gonna be tough because it has to be some kind. It has to be some kind of mage. Yeah, it has to be some kind of mage. I'm thinking something like... It has no dimension door. Yeah, I was going to think some sort of conjuration mage a little bit. I'm going to say... No, actually. No. Necromancy. Necromancy could work. Because if necromancy is insta-kill, isn't it? Mm, some. Because, some. what was it, death ward kill or whatever the hell it's called? Oh, yeah, Power Word Kill is uh, very high-leveled. Again, she's... No one has ever survived her. That is true. No one has. And plus, it's literally just going to be... Dimension... It's literally be... Uh, it would it? be... It would be like connecting two points, so I think it'd be more like a gate you're thinking of. Well, what I'm what I'm actually thinking of is be more like... Uh, you could maybe get away with doing the spell as a ritual, because seven days... Yeah, seven days. So, Pow- yeah. Seven days, power word, kill. Yeah, and literally just have, like, illusions or different kinds of powers just assaulting your victim. Yeah. In the meantime. So it would have to be probably a witch. <sighs> a witch? A whiz- I mean, witch doesn't exist in, pa- in D&D. It exists in Pathfinder, but Pathfinder... <sighs> That's also a toughie, because witches... Which is one of those classes that can literally learn from any school. So, mm. I mean, it could work in that case mm. then, but even then it's a little... You'd be better off with Wizard Necromancer, I think. Yeah, if I remember, if I'm remembering my Pathfinder correctly, which is Need a Familiar. Yeah. Which, I mean, and... in all honesty, you could say... Oh, wouldn't that be the cursed videotape? No. no, that would be more like an arcane bond, which would be yeah, that would be, that would be more like an arcane bonded item. Yep, and even or that ah, hold up, not necessarily could be a cursed item that is connected once used. Mm. Okay, yeah, a cursed item that she uses to basically track and. Track and kill. Track and target. Okay, I could definitely see that. But we're heading into very monster territory here. Or very homebrew. But with that, I think we should probably call it. Yeah, it's getting to around that point. So with that, I've been Dane. I've been Luke. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.